Welcome to The Skin Diaries, the beauty podcast that's a safe space for your face, hosted by journalist and beauty obsessive Lauren Clark. For this second episode, I speak to my good friend Annika Fowler, journalist and digital news and features editor at Dazed. She's a hugely talented writer and her work has been published everywhere from Vice and The Independent to Nylon and Mixmag. Her skin is pretty flawless too, however she insists it hasn't always been that way. We discuss stress-related acne, the products that filled our teenage makeup bags and Botox temptations. Hope you enjoy. So welcome Anna. Hello. Thanks for talking to me today. Um, where have, what have you been up to today so far? Um, so today I went to a class at Block. Um, yeah. <laughs> interesting but um so I haven't been to the gym in ages so I'm trying to just like throw myself back into it again um by going to a really tough class <laughs> with lots of very fit people um and then I came to your house and we had brunch and now we're doing this <laughs> and we and attempted made... to make poached eggs so badly <laughs> <laughs> I think they turned out really well um uh, yeah shout out to the one thing that Jamie Oliver can do right is teach us poaching. Hello, Jamie, on a YouTube video. Yeah. Good. And equally, how, how is your skin today? How are you feeling about your skin? I mean, you, you look lovely, but... Thank you. Yeah. Well, I felt lovelier when I came out of the gym because Blog has really nice changing rooms and I just took my time doing my face and then I walked outside into torrential rain. Oh, <laughs> um, so I feel a bit greasy but um otherwise i am probably just getting a little bit hormonally spots but it's probably at the stage where it's on the better side of what it has been in the last couple of months because whenever i stress my skin just explodes and you notice a direct link yes absolutely when I am stressed or I'm run down or I've been away somewhere and I'm adjusting again my skin will just like completely break out and it's very specific areas as well so like I'll just get it all around my chin or like right around my nose like I think it's quite it's interesting because I just get spots in the exact same places like there's like three bits on my face where I know I'm always always going to get a spot whenever I'm stressed. And where, where are those three? So uh, right above my lip. Really? Yeah, that's it's, unusual. It's weird because it's just like right on the side of my lip, and um, and then it's really uncomfortable as well. Um, oh my god, when it hurts. Yeah, and it's just right on the like border, um, and then just on my chin, and then one that comes up like around. Um, in between my nose and my cheek but they just like just keep coming back I don't know what it is like about those very specific spots that's so interesting yeah isn't it that's so I mean like I never noticed you have those three areas at you. all but yeah it is good concealer <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah please that's what I'm definitely gonna ask yeah <laughs> oh my god I'm constantly like oh mm. um but yeah and, and have you always had spots related to stress like growing up like did you ever go through a phase where you didn't have um I think you know I've had trouble with my skin from a really young age actually I think whenever I was really young I used to always be really conscious of redness like and I remember um like going into my mum's room and like stealing her foundation and concealer and just slathering it on my nose because my nose would get so red I remember being in school and someone one time I think called me like you know like Rudolph 
or something oh like that the God, reindeer I, I know <laughs> and that scarred me for years so I'd like really cake it on my nose and in particular spots where I got red so I was always really conscious of that but then I look back at photos and it's it's never as bad as you think it was at the time but um yeah I think I always st- stress related hormone related I remember whenever I first went on the pill when I was like uh I was maybe like 16 17 and I think from there, that's when my skin started getting like proper, proper bad. Yeah. Um, and oh, so actually, the pill made it worse. Yeah, it made it that's so like, much yeah. worse. Yeah, like it went into proper, like I used to get proper cystic acne, and um, it's the type where it like hurts it's like below the surface. Yeah, it is like it would be like three spots in one in one spot, and it would be so painful, so painful. And I think, I mean, skincare back then isn't what it was for me now. It would just be me like scrubbing at my face with like a cheap exfoliator and hoping, and then caking concealer on it. Exfoliators used to be huge for face. Like, is it, yeah. I feel like that's all we used to do was apart from moisturizing, we exfoliate, exfoliate. getting the grease off, and it actually makes it worse. Yeah, doesn't it? absolutely. Yeah, like it kind of um, aggravates it, and yeah, yeah, because. Uh, yeah I used to exfoliate like hard like every day and that probably made it so much worse you know it's gonna be like spreading around all like your (laughs) 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 all of that coming out of all these multiple spot mountains but they were so bad when like when I first went on the pill it, it was like crazy crazy bad and it would it was literally like growing a second chin sometimes <laughs> like yeah and uh, I look back I again look back on photos and I can see the photos where it was particularly bad and the layers of like concealer and then it would like dry or like I would exfoliate really hard before a night out and you know whenever you have one of those spots that like it, no makeup will cover it and, and it goes red still yeah and, yeah and it's so awful looking yeah, I had such drama with oh, it whenever I was younger. I can't imagine that at all. Really? Yeah, because your skin is so clear now. Oh, thank you. I feel like, yeah, um, it was it was really bad um, with the pill and that cystic acne. And yeah, yeah it's, it's weird because it makes, for a lot of people, it makes their skin better. Yeah. But I think it just kicked mine into overdrive. Yeah. And um, then I, I actually almost went on, you know, that like mad... Uh, Ruacutane or Accutane is that it? Yeah apparently it's really it's bad, bad. side effects. Yeah so I was going to go on it and my auntie on my mum's side had really terrible skin whenever she was younger she's only a couple of years older than me and she was like no don't let her go on it it absolutely wrecked my mental health it hurt she said her mood swings were really terrible so then we told the doctor I didn't want it but then because you've um, gone to the doctor about your oh skin. yeah 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 they gave me uh i can't remember the name of what it was but this little like topical solution that like helped for a while and then it got worse again and we were kind of just going up the steps and the last step was like racketing i don't know if i'm even saying it right but no, you I know the one i mean you are. Yeah, yeah. um that everyone has problems with and it's proper like high grade um so then i think uh, it maybe calmed down for a while and then I think it came back in full force whenever I was at uni again in like first year and that's whenever I went to a proper dermatologist at home who... Oh, put, NHS? Uh, no, it was like a... 
like a private one at home but it was like my mum's friend so ah, on the sly yeah, it was yeah. like way cheaper um and there was a dermatologist there and he um put me on steroids so yeah <gasps> so you can go on steroids for like and I've recommended this to other people as well if they have the opportunity to so they put you on steroids for like a week and it goes like you get have the most dose in the first day and then as the days continue your dose lessens and I've never had as much energy as I had in that one week I was waking up at like six like jumping out of bed like getting his things done I was super productive and um it's a really you can only do it like once I think because you can't have like long term I didn't get like hemp or anything does it have any impact on your body I think if you're doing it like a short space of time it just really and that I think that was the uh, a point a turn point uh for my skin so I think the cystic acne really went away um at that stage um with that and I've kind of had little bumps in the road and on my face <laughs> like a little pan. I know. um but yeah that really helped it going back to when you were younger um I know you grew up uh like near Belfast yeah went to school in Belfast mm-hmm. and did and I know you said before you went to a school run by nuns it used to be run by nuns but not used whenever to, okay. I was there because <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like um how because obviously like different parts of the UK like you have different kind of beauty teenage beauty yeah. kind of cultures and at my school we'd all have like dream map moose and like whatever what was it like growing up in Northern Ireland from yes. perspective across the water we also had dream map moose no it wasn't yes, it's completely no, no. different but it's just interesting where you have these subcultures of like yeah. long shot bags and all and I wonder if, if there was like a yes we were so into the dream map moose and I wore I remember the first day ever wearing makeup in school because there were a couple of girls that I hung out with and they were into it way more than I was and I was totally uninterested other than just kind of caking the concealer on when I needed it. And um, I remember one of them uh, uh, gave me a pot that was about three shades darker than my face. Oh, it was, I remember the name, it was Fawn, like F-A-W-N. I remember the shade, yes. yes. <laughs> so not my shade at no. all. <laughs> you want an ivory. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, they took me into the bathroom and completely just slathered it on my face. I think definitely did it too much for the jokes as well and um immediately walked out of the bathroom and the teacher was like face no um and that was your first encounter with like foundation yeah and and someone like doing it properly and and then I actually kind of got hooked on it and I'm pretty sure I bought that shade even though it was like and this is back whenever it was like three pounds or something to buy so that was so cheap but it definitely was like a little bit gross and like um because it's really that, like cakey, cakey yeah. effects it's matte obviously dream matte mousse but you're dipping your fingers in the same pot like yeah. so it must be like really bad for like our skin as well because we were going like that rather yeah. than the pump thing where it's like yeah 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 clean. super unhygienic and also i think a lot of us like, would like share the same makeup yeah in school yes yeah and mascara oh my god yeah. the number of mascaras i shared with people it's really bad it's bad bad and lipstick yeah and um, so I wore Dream Atmos and then I think the next level up for us was Elizabeth Arden. Did you ever use those? Like, no. It was like a, a 
like a, pa- a palette but you like flipped it open and it had a little sponge and a mirror and it was like it was like dream atmos 2.0 it was like if you're a little bit more bougie oh my god could... we were not this bougie no in my home no <laughs> it was like if you were willing to spend the extra five or something but it was like a big deal whenever you got your oh. elizabeth Arden. um again yeah, with your pocket money or would your parents buy it yeah i think i was buying it myself because i think at this stage my mum was like please don't <laughs> And uh, like great glitz teenage skin. Yeah, like stuff it, you're ruining your skin. But and I think I was still getting it like two shades darker than it should have been. So always had, you know, that like tango line. It was tango lines we called. We called it a tide like a um you know like washed up on a beach, like tide. Yes. I can't remember the exact word we used, but it was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah, just like the neck to face. And you can't blend it into your neck as much as you think you can. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. And um, it was just exclusively that. No other makeup on my face. Just like the foundation. And um, yeah, I think Elizabeth Arden and Dream Atmos was was so big in my school. And other kind of beauty things were like... um, There were... So I went to a mixed school, but there were a lot of girls' schools in my area. It's so. a mixed school. Yeah. Did I you not know? know? I thought it was a girls' school. No, no. It was like Derry Girls. Kind of. But I think, yeah, I just assumed if you if it used to be run by nuns, it was probably a girls' school, but then obviously... It was a girls' school, and it was run by nuns, and then it amalgamated with a local boys' school. So there were no nuns? No. I was so disappointed. I, know. I thought there were nuns. No, I think they were all long dead. <laughs> or pushed out because they're all nuts <laughs> um but yeah so I went to a mixed school um but there were a lot of girls school in our area as well and so you'd know where everyone was from because of what they kind of looked like so even without the uniforms so there was methody girls who would have these really mad do you remember diana vickers on x factor yeah her like mad like heavily side parted big bushy blonde hair that was like a methody girl's hair but they backcombed it to oblivion yeah so backcombed and methody being a school yes yes sorry methody was a school and um that was like the kind of posture like city girls and they would wear that mad mad backcombed hair that was a methody girl with like jack wills yes jack wills you you know the deal yeah and then there were like there was like glenola and victoria and um there were going to be you know girls with like a couple of shades darker dream madness and foundation lips as well (gasps) foundation lips oh my god yes (laughs) oh my god such a bad look we all look dead yeah we're yeah like pasty and I wonder where that really light lips came from. Cause it must have come from a celebrity. Yeah. And I want to say like Paris Hilton, but I feel like... Yeah, I feel like it was like a Lindsay Lohan thing. Yes. You know, that era of like early aughts. Yeah. Just like that with those really pale lips and, you know, you'd be ducking them, pure duck lips and photos as well. It just looks so bad. So bad. Yeah. Yeah, definitely guilty of that. Yeah, foundation lips, but... Yeah, so there were kind of specific markers for girls in and around Belfast as to, you know, what tribal. their makeup looked like. Yeah, that it's seems, quite tribal. Yeah. I suppose our politics is tribal, so our beauty trends are yes, going to be yeah. also. <laughs> oh my God, I had no idea. Yeah. Like, so interesting. Mm. I remember getting, like, my first MAC foundation and it being, like, a big thing. 
because it's not cheap. Yeah. Like it's like the face and body one they used to do as well. Yes. Proper good stuff. I mean, no looking back. Dream Atmos in the drawer. You know. Yes. <laughs> I've definitely still got mine somewhere. Yeah. Probably, like, growing like a bacteria bar. It's probably like bright green. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. Oh my god. But, um, yeah, and I remember um, lip uh, gloss. So much lip yes, gloss. Wow. Yeah, lip gloss was a big thing, and um, really, really heavy blusher as well. Dream Atmos did those little blusher pots as well. Yes, mm-hmm. and they were. I never got into blusher. I still did never wear it. Really? Well, obviously, I haven't got any makeup on right now. It's my face like as red as my jumper, no. but <laughs> I don't. I was so worried about red cheeks already that mm. the idea of wearing like blusher yeah that's interesting yeah i think i used to be taught how to use it properly yeah yeah because um i used to always put it really high on my face and then i looked at this thing that said about your face shape and where you should put blusher on your face so i was putting it in the absolute wrong place and i so i kind of wear it close to like uh like lower down so the apple of the cheese yeah 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 which is probably like quite um, most people know to do, but I didn't. <laughs> well, the thing is, unless you have um, an older sister or mm. a mum who's really into makeup, also, like sometimes you don't. Like, as in, my mum isn't into makeup at all. I don't have an mm. old sister, so you don't learn these things unless someone actually teaches you. Like, yeah, actually, right, right enough, because I think um, my mum in the beginning would really kind of. I would, I would ask her, like, can you do my makeup if I was, like, going into town with people? And it was the same exact thing every time. It was a little bit of the number seven foundation, um, little tiny smidge of eyeliner right in the corner, and, like, this tiniest little bit of, like, blue eyeshadow that she'd Aww. give me. She'd do your makeup for you? Yeah. This is so cute. I know. Aww. And she also used to help me in the beginning with plucking my eyebrows because I was so bad at it. Oh my God, it's, like, yeah. horrendous. And I've big ass eyebrows you've got great <laughs> eyebrows thank They're better you. than Cara Delevingne thanks but I mean I did that uh so my mum used to pluck them and then I insisted on going to get them waxed and she used to go with me and there was one time where she didn't go with me of course I go into the salon and I say uh just wax them as thin as you can this is a time when it was like such a yeah, big thing really like having thin eyes. Yeah. yeah and I got built like uh, you know teased and bullied about if people were going to go in they were going for the eyebrows you know oh (laughs) easy thing to pick out but um how long did it take them to go back oh my god such a long time like and it was an effort as well like um like because she i remember the girl pluck or doing them and then came out and i was like oh dear what have i done (laughs) they were like tadpoles and like mismatched tadpoles as well so i always have one that's like slightly further over still i think oh very unnoticeable though yeah but i went to get my eyes eyebrows done like hd ones a wee while ago and the girl was like you need to leave this right one alone or left but um she's like you need to uh, they need to even out it's like it'll make a difference to your face but oh, it's just it's interesting how it shapes your face isn't yeah it, like, it is like but yeah it took such a long time to grow back and they grew back kind of sparse in bits as well but it was a is a challenge and a journey and i've got here <laughs> <laughs> no, looking great, looking great. <laughs> and did um so 
did your mum teach you like a skincare routine when you like mm. you know cleansing all that kind of stuff like did how did you start to get into like a routine of moisturizer and things um I think like immediately it was never a thing until I started wearing makeup until she started doing my makeup it was like you have to take your makeup off properly yeah. and you have to clean your face um and before that it was just like wash slash yeah water. yeah 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 and um so uh yeah like I said before exfoliating a lot uh I think my mum was well into exfoliating as well so she'd be doing it too um and yeah so it's exfoliating and I got a big massive thing of that you know the yellow clinic moisturizer for Christmas moisture drench or something and that is still like great it's a classic really good moisturizer my mum uh, cleaning my face properly. Yeah, uh, that Clinique moisturiser, iconic. I think, like, one time for Christmas, I got, like, one of those three-step things, you know, cleanse, to and moisturise. Yes. And I started doing that kind of religiously. And I, I've never, ever been a person as well to go to bed with my makeup on. I just can't physically do it. Even when you're drunk? Yeah, home. I could be absolutely out of my tree <laughs> and I will still be able to take my makeup off wherever I am if I'm staying at someone's house if I'm at an after party and it's like the sun's coming up I'm in the bathroom so taking good. it off like yeah so it's like you can feel well actually you can feel it when it's on can't you like, yes I think there's maybe been I can recall like one time in the last couple of years where maybe I was so drunk that I just face planted the pillow and I woke up the next day just pure raging at myself because <laughs> I was like because I think it will immediately have an impact on my skin yeah if I leave it on too long or um but yeah if I'm drunk like I will still be doing my hyaluronic acid on my face and like go out there and fall out about the bathroom but I need to do it that's so good that it's so ingrained yeah that's and just terrified of like waking up the next day with like you know, eyeliner and mascara all down my face and I can like feel the spots coming yeah. up underneath, you know. Yeah. It's like it's like the number one thing that every single um like magazine article person would it would be like get, take your makeup off. Like yeah. the secret to good skin, take your makeup off. Like Although I remember this really old Cosmo article about uh that one of the beauty journalists there saying that she she never took her makeup off in the evening. She just always go to bed with it on what yeah a beauty editor or it just... might not have been a beauty editor maybe like it was someone you know high enough up and they started i think she swapped her nightly routine with someone else who was an absolute freak about it and, oh, wow! but then she noticed that her skin got worse so it's probably just what your skin is used to yeah as well and how much it, yeah it needs to breathe and mm. that's um a little bit like um charlotte tilbury i think like famously said that her husband's never seen her without makeup because she'll wear it during the day and then take it all off and then cleanse whatever yeah and then she'll put it on again before she goes to bed like in the bathroom and I think because she just feels so comfortable and like confident with makeup with on. makeup on what with her husband yeah I oh think. my god the boyfriends that have seen my face like completely hungover and sunken and like but cleanse, cleanse and toned. Yeah, cleanse, toned, and like a sheen. Like mascara, of, like. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh no, I really couldn't do that. Actually, though, I do remember 
having like boyfriends at uni and I'd like you know maybe get up and go to the bathroom and like have a look at my face in the morning and maybe like dab a little bit of concealer on if I needed oh, to me too yeah yeah and then come back and be like oh hello just yeah oh. quick brush the teeth yeah, yeah 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 it's teeth. a teeth brushing thing that I'm just like yeah <laughs> immediately getting up and be brushing the teeth or mouthwash whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, just touch on three step thing again mm-hmm. did you ever understand what toner was for I never understood it I was like no and I remember I though I used to love the feeling of how like tight it would yeah. make your skin feel but then you're meant to immediately moisturize and um I still love like that it kind of stung a yeah. bit and you're like oh it's working yeah it's like tightening it's my pores so, yeah, like, yeah 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 um but no I, I don't really <laughs> understand it it's still. the biggest myth of like our time like what does the toning step in the cleaning yeah. three step mean but then I have like like my routine's getting bigger and bigger and there's some things I don't know what they're for but I just do it because the person in the ordinary shop told me to yes okay this is what I want to touch on next Mm -hmm. so what is your current um skincare routine as of 2018 okay um so I'm a massive ordinary freak I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, the the shop in Spitalfields or not Spitalfields, sorry. Are you um, right? No, Covent Garden. Oh, do you call yeah. Covent Garden? Yeah. Oh, um, I wish your office. Yes, and it's right around the corner from my office, so I will jump in there. The buffet, a uh, little pot from the ordinary, which I I love, and uh, it's meant to help with like lines. I think. Oh, Anna, you do not have any lines. Oh, I do, and I worry. I'm yeah. worrying more and more. I have like, you know, actually, I'm. This is such tangent, but I am obsessed with like, you know, the Instagram pages where like people are getting like Botox or like. There's there's my whole Instagram Explorer page is like salons doing these kind of things. Oh, <laughs> like, I love it. There's one. Um, there's one Instagram account called it's called like celeb face or something and it's oh like my god and after i love it yes celeb it's, face. apparently it's like amazing I, I need to actually look at it properly but yeah yeah and it's like it's a private account and they like yeah, why it makes you want to click on it more yeah like, probably what they're doing but it's fantastic you just see like you know people that you think oh maybe got like minimal work done no but they have a new face oh my god <laughs> and it's all the instagram models and it it, it's bad that it makes me feel better about myself but yeah because you're like well it's unrealistic to aspire to be <laughs> like that yeah it's like go oh, on you don't need any work done by the way oh i would i i think more and more about like i probably would dabble in a little bit of botox you know later yeah. on i just like, oh yeah maybe like when we're like prunes but yeah. not naturally i don't know like uh, i i think because i'm growing up my fringe which is the oh, journey of a lifetime like this I'm, I'm just like, I, I don't want a fringe anymore, so I've been oh. parting it in the middle. Do you remember when I used to have a really yes. thick, like, crazy, like, pudding bowl fringe? No, it was. It, no. it was, it was. And, um, I do remember you, I always associate with you with having a fringe. fringe. Yeah. yeah, but I've been growing it out, and I'm kind of at the stage where it's okay to just leave. Now it's out of that little in-betweeny bit where I use a million, like, Kirby grips, and, um... So I've been growing it out, so I notice my forehead a lot more. Oh, and I that's notice, interesting. I know my face is really expressive as well, so I can't hide any emotion. Like if someone says something, my face reacts my favorite, before I do. My Anna faces. <laughs> the eyes widening. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, just like pure, like, oh, like 
shock horror of like yeah like if there's like um i'm trying to think of an example of when you've done that face oh my god when we were talking about when two floors that were having a party that time and we were just like yeah shut the fuck up yeah <laughs> the crazy people upstairs um so it makes it sound like grandma's but it was like bad i kind of grandma um but i'm fine with it um <laughs> but yeah so i'm noticing my forehead a lot more and like around where my eyebrows are from kind of like furrowing my brow and uh i notice a lot the lines around um my mouth and the lines around my eyes oh my god i would not even notice any of these it's funny when because you we look at our faces most well, every day basically mm. it's funny what things you can like zone in on and i think i was talking to our friend victoria recently and i was saying about uh like lines on my face and i said i was super self-conscious about the ones around my mouth and my nose and she was like i've never noticed no, that never. never but i also love those kind of yeah features uh, features yeah and i've i suppose it is it's your life on your face but yeah, it's all the laughter like it's all yeah the... i was using the number seven eye cream um oh. for eyes and i use the ordinary caffeine solution oh. i think for around my eyes as well so kind of stops the puffiness i do get really bad dark circles as well but i think it's like the genetic thing like because everyone in my family has them so i just oh. can't i always look like i need a couple more hours sleep really? <laughs> gosh i've n- never noticed that either it's yeah. yeah no never wait so do you have you found so you use buffet the numbers of eye cream and the caffeine yeah or is this all at night and in the morning as well, if I have the time to properly dry it. Um, oh, in like the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then. then it just gets super sticky. Or if they like, if I put them on too close together, then it kind of makes this weird, like, filmy thing on my face. And then putting foundation over that, it's like, ew. But yeah. <laughs> uh, in the evening, more likely, then I use the hyaluronic acid from The Ordinary as well. And I use. To moisturize. Yeah. And- and then I've started really getting into an oil to moisturize. Ah. Yeah, so like, I think this is becoming more of a thing now. Um, I'm maybe like a step and a half behind people, but um, with oils rather than like heavy creams, um, which I actually really like and which I was really scared to use to begin with because my face can get super oily. Yeah. But I, I'm so easily swayed by shop assistants who I think are my new best friends. <laughs> but I was speaking to one girl for ages and she was telling me that oils are like the thing and, um, you know, like a little goes a really long way. So I have this massive, I can't remember the name of the brand, but this massive uh, tube of moisturizing oil and it smells so nice and lovely. Um, it's like orangey and it has lasted me so crazy long and you can put it in your hair as well oh, and wow. yeah it's really really nice um so I use that in the evening but then I'd use the ordinary like creamy moisturizer during the day and that's so you, you find that you do need something moisturizing at night yes otherwise it gets very dry yeah if oh. yeah it gets super dry and um my lips as well will like chap really easily and um so they that can go a bit on my lips as well and um i was for a while using the glossier uh cleanser the jelly cleanser yeah which everyone's like super into but i found it did really dry my skin out so using an oil as a cleanser instead you found better mm, yeah that's so interesting isn't it mm-hmm. 
I wonder whether, and actually I'd love to know your opinion on this, whether certain products that everyone raves about, yeah. it it becomes like, obviously it's massively hyped and... Yes. It, but also like equally everyone has different skin types and it sounds like yeah, yeah, you've got gonna work for drier skin and like how... Mm. But from what you've been saying, not that I can tell you've got dry skin at all. Yeah, so it's like, it gets, it's super dry on my nose and then I've re- really oily on my cheeks and um and super dry on my chin um but yeah so there's like yeah the glossier that everyone loves i i just it, it dries my skin out a bit if i'm like i have a massive uh big pumping thing of it so if i get desperate if i've run out of something then i'll use it <laughs> when in, when you're like yeah like, like, night out, like yeah it's coming off it's coming <laughs> um so that and then what's the other part i have a, a really big thing of the Paula's Choice cleanser, which everyone's super into. But I just, I really don't like the smell. Oh, like, what does it smell like? It just smells really chemically. And I really don't. I know I say That's this and I use like a million chemicals on my face. And no, I, no, 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 no. but if you can smell the chemical, whereas if, you know, if you can't smell. Okay. Yeah, it smells fake and like plasticky. That's so interesting. Yeah. Because it's not cheap. No, it isn't. And it's raved about by everyone because it's like anti-redness. Yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. It? But it just smells really like kind of fake, like shop soap. Oh. Yeah, I really don't like it. Oh. And, um, but you want it to smell nice if you're using that to like before you go to bed and everything. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but yeah, uh, although like I'm just, I'm so into the ordinary and like everything that they do. And because it's so yeah. cheap as well and it's like a nice way into, you know, skincare. Yeah. I think that's, it was the ordinary and how cheap it was. It's like a gateway. It like, is, yeah. It's like the Dream Map Moose was a gateway to foundation. <laughs> yeah. This is our gateway. And then obviously there are probably like other formulations that are more expensive that are perhaps better in the long term, whatever. But for a like, you know young professional in London I don't know it just it's like good pricing to try yeah, and know what, what works and they're all called like retinoid 2.3 and it's like what is that what will that do to me yeah like um but my fave thing from the ordinary is the and this is kind of like a cult beauty thing as well that you see people on Instagram doing is the uh the exfoliating peel thing that they have is it the um bright the red. one that's bright red it's yes. like AHA or something yeah 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 oh my god I bought it but I haven't used it but have you uh, like is it good yeah I love it so I do that like once a week ah. and you do you just notice the difference and it kind of takes away um like I don't use a proper exfoliator anymore I just use that because it's meant to be kinder to your skin using yeah. like using those instead of something that's like abrasive yeah you keep it on for like a certain number of minutes and then you wipe it off with a cotton pad and like hot water because oh. <laughs> I've kept it on for a little bit longer and then I felt like irritated yeah after also if you put it on for the first time it can really sting Oh so I was like really having to like hold on to the bathroom sink because it stung so much. And I was like, no, I've committed. It's on my face. I'm sticking to it. And Oh, I can't wait for I'm going to try it today. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's, it's weird how it's, it's gone from exfoliating loads to like acids are huge. Yes, like, acids. Like that whole family of different, you know, glycolic acids, mm. acid acids, all those kind of things. My favourite one that you actually got me mm. was lactic acid. Mm. I'm obsessed and I just put it on every night and it makes my skin so much brighter the next day. Yeah. It's just 
the best thing ever. It's nice when you actually stick to a routine and then you see it making a difference. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, it's so good. Now I was like, thank you, Anna. It's like the best thing ever. And I recommend it to everyone. I'm like, oh my God, it's so good. Loads of people trying to be like, oh, there are these alternatives to the ordinary. So like Inky List is Mm. pretty amazing. Mm. Um, Because they have like a salicylic acid. They have like a a similar price. It's similar. It's like all in £10 or something. Yeah. And... Yeah, there's all these other ones where people are being like, oh, they're as effective and yeah. similar price. Are we going to try Drunk Elephant as well? Yes. Oh, my God, yes. Okay, so uh, it's called Sunida. Ooh. Um, S-O-N-I. S-U-N-E-E-T-A. Oh. Um, so it's like an independent brand, and the prices aren't far off what The Ordinary is as well. Oh, wow. And so it's stuff like their organic rose water, um like a facial oil, chimeric skin cream, and you can get little sample sizes as well that are like well cheap. Um, I think that's probably like where I'm gonna next go with my like beauty journey and skincare journey, I think is trying to make more of an effort to find those independent brands and like also supporting brands by like marginalized people because obviously like POC people put so much money into the beauty industry and supporting brands by like people of color is super important and then you see that with like Fenty Beauty Fenty Beauty as well like being that it's obviously it's Rihanna and it's a massive company but being able to be as diverse as it is and as like risk-taking as it is is super exciting there's lots of like POC like minority people doing really cool things with beauty and skincare so it's good to support that and we're in a position to do that as well finding those cool like independent brands to give your money to to support exactly is interesting and nice to do yeah and i suppose instagram's a really good way of um getting the message of a product out there rather than using traditional media like having to buy adverts and publications because it's just un- it's unlimited territory on Instagram. Just yeah. Like, well, that that uh, Sunita there, that was a girl on Twitter that I follow shared oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna look into this. Yeah, and no, I'm definitely gonna look into that. Yeah, I love I love things like that where you can just like discover something and then yeah, you know, brands and and especially skincare brands and like it was like with like finding that nice cute little fashion brand. Yes. But it's just. For some reason, I'm like, oh, it's fine to spend money on skincare because it's like my actual face. Whereas, like, as you know, I have bad habits when it comes to shopping. <laughs> I just buy everything. So Everything's like, an investment. <laughs> yeah, to, to my happiness, yeah. including like buying a six pound smoothie after a twenty pound fitness class. Oh, absolutely. I'm, like, I'm gonna live longer. <laughs> I, I literally said this this morning whenever I was going to block. It's like oh, I treat myself and gonna be good to myself this weekend and if that means spending a bit of money fine exactly it helps my happiness yeah (laughs) well do you wear makeup in the gym or do you always if you were going from work to the gym would you make sure you take it off like um well most of the time when i go to the gym i go in the morning and i won't wear my makeup and if i'm going in the evening um i just wear my makeup from work i don't wear that much makeup to work but um I probably should take it off because I get so sweaty and so gross and that's probably not nice mixing on my face (laughs) um, but um yeah I try not to wear um 
makeup in the gym and if I was there on the weekend absolutely not yeah either oh my god I love not wearing makeup oh it's so like, freeing yeah. especially when I know I'm not gonna like no one's gonna recognize me yeah <laughs> in my area. yeah I try to like have at least one makeup free day a week yeah I'm getting definitely way more comfortable with not wearing makeup around people. I used to be so self-conscious. Yeah, same. Mm. I wonder if it's just like a complete like change of mood in terms of what we feel like we should, you know, have to put on makeup. Almost like, why should we have to? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Feminism type mm, thing. I think it's like just with age as well, like kind of getting a bit more comfortable in your own skin and like feeling like. I don't know. I, I don't think we look vastly different with our makeup on. I or really off. hope I don't. <laughs> was in like imagine if someone was like, "Oh my god, yeah, she needs it. Yeah. She looks like." Oh. Yeah, I think like I'm definitely. I I try no, to. You do, don't look vastly different. I try to do like one makeup free day a week. Obviously, you work for a very cool magazine. Thank you. Um, <laughs> would yeah? So do you? Would you say how you? go to work in terms of your makeup and your beauty regime like has that changed since you've been working there since you've been you know from when you were an intern to now being like a news editor like have you has that changed at all I think I think yeah I work with a lot of women there's a lot of women on our team so a lot of our time is spent talking about like like style and skincare and hormones <laughs> yeah we're all constantly talking about the pill or contraception or sex I love that <laughs> yeah. That's so but yeah so I think we kind of being in an environment with lots of women it's nice to like kind of feed off each other and what we all do so um we've definitely you know done trips for makeup into Covent Garden together oh, which is nice. So nice and um so we do spend a lot of time talking about our skin and like yeah oh no, that's really cool and i know there's a new beauty section mm. um to the dazed website yeah i don't know if you can tell us a little bit about that yeah so we're and there's like a whole new team of people working on it and they've lots of uh cool like contributing editors so a lot of people here like big makeup artists on Instagram or like drag artists and um, people in fashion and hairstyling and stuff doing all these cool things so it's kind of like um, kind of like outsider beauty and um, but mixed with like cult beauty things so it's a really nice balance of like kind of high and low culture in there and they're very inclusive too, yeah right? it is it's like kind of reflective of where I think the beauty industry is going and the site looks well cool it's just like daysdigital.com slash beauty and um it's really like kind of futuristic y2k looking and very like forward-facing and different and i don't think you can really see that much else in the beauty industry right now on no. on media platforms anyway exactly i don't know if you could finish by telling me your three hero beauty products that you couldn't live without if you're on a desert island mm-hmm. probably in the bahamas somewhere so my three um top beauty products that i couldn't live without definitely the neom n-e-o-m face oil um just because it's so nice and um, it smells really good. It's like orangey and lavender, I think, um, and which is super nice before bed. Yeah. And you feel like, you know, like very luxurious putting on a face oil, I yeah. think, as well. And I love just proper slathering it on. 
and feeling like I could just slither, slither away. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, and I think uh, the number seven eye cream is really great and it comes in this like little tube that you can just like squirt directly onto your eye. So the third one, I think, which I didn't mention before, but I'm trying to do more of, and I was doing it every day in the summer, and I've got a bit lax now that it's getting darker outside, but a really good SPF. Ah, yeah. nice. Um, so the Clinique one is really nice, and because I think it's by Clinique, and they know, you know, what's going to sit well underneath makeup, it doesn't get as, like, kind of like slimy. Yeah. Or like dry weirdly on your face compared to some other ones. Um, so it feels super, super nice. And I mean, you should be using an SPF every day. It's just having the time in the morning, like layering everything. Yeah, and waiting for it to dry and like, <laughs> yeah. it's not quick at all. But um, yeah, a face SPF is like so important, especially if we're talking about like lines and aging oh face as well, using SPF. Ah. Oh my God. <laughs> turn 26 and I'm like oh it's all gonna go <laughs> yeah it feels like I'm really just suddenly noticing more and more like age on my face which isn't necessarily a bad thing the onus is on women with how things are to like not age and to always look really like soft and feminine and but then I think age can, is really nice on everyone's face yeah and like looking like you laugh or like you've had a life <laughs> so nice yeah yeah no exactly oh thank you so much for taking time to talk to me thank you interesting and um yeah everyone go follow anna on instagram at anna granola that's me (laughs) like the brand yeah on twitter i'm just anna oh no why not anna granola i know i think it's been too long now Thank you for listening to The Skin Diaries. If you would like to keep updated on the podcast or for beauty product reviews, please give us a follow on Instagram at Skin Diaries Podcast. And of course, I'd be ever so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe. Thanks again. Bye.